Welcome to One Things. Hi, welcome to One Things. I'm Stephen Lyons. And I am Pat Dwyer. And today we're going to talk about... The moon. The moon. One Things. So, hey, yeah, I, uh, you know, I looked up and, and did some moon research. I uh, got some moon facts for you today. In what little research I did, I did not realize how much I did not know about the moon. So the moon is, uh, I the one thing that I found out that I think I'd forgotten, um, or it didn't. This theory did wasn't popular when I was a kid, but like the way that the moon was formed is by another planet smashing into the Earth. Yeah, which I didn't realize either. It's uh, called Theia, or T H E I A. Theia. Hey, that- we. It's You're American. The... You pronounce it however you want. How would you pronounce it? There. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that. We're saying the same thing. So, anyways, uh, the yeah, it was like, it was basically in in the same orbit as the Earth or something like that. Is that what you learned? Yeah. 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 So they basically they just were hanging around doing the same thing, and then you know, like two kids playing uh, tetherball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah, biggest kid won. The biggest kid won. The biggest kid won. Well, and that actually explains uh, a couple different things. For starters, half of the moon is a different ionic composition than the other half of the moon, which I find very fascinating. Also, the Earth's core is uh, exponentially larger than it should be. So the theory states that uh, when Thea smashed into the Earth, it consumed the Earth consumed its core as well. It's yeah, so it's like so the moon is how we are here. Yeah, totally. We wouldn't be here without the moon. It's it's like it's like our guiding protector hanging out there, helping us with our core, helping us with our uh, gravity. Yeah, giving us something to howl at. Absolutely. How you doing? I I the other thing I didn't realize or I guess I just never really put together is the synchronous rotation of the earth and the moon happen at the same time so much so that it doesn't look like the moon ever changes like it never dawned on me like oh I guess if the moon was going a little bit faster or we were going in a you know slightly different speed than the moon it would we would actually see it change over time I just never thought like oh the man on the moon it's it's what it always is he's always there he's supposed to be there I thought that the dark side of the moon was just literally the side of the moon that's facing away from us. I didn't realize that that's actually a place. Yeah, it's all the time. Because it's all the time (laughs) it is the dark side of the moon. Oh my gosh. And... But only to us, right? Well, us and uh, the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) But, like, when we're in night... Isn't the dark side of the moon in day? No, that's not how that works. No, because it's it's always it would always be rotating in a way that oh, because we're rotating around and then it's always behind us. Right, because otherwise the moon would go totally dark. The only reason why we see the moon go darker is because the Earth is getting in the way of the sun. Why do you listen to one things? I come for the science, but I stay for the almost science. <laughs> So that is like the whole thing of like, uh, you know, the secret civilizations that live on the dark side of the moon. So there was this whole thing of like when Apollo, uh, you know, went around 
the moon and was like out of contact for that whole time, they could have seen wondrous things. They could have been, you know, caught in a tractor beam, pulled down, lived an entire life, and then cloned, put back in, and shot back up because time is different on the dark side of the moon. Led Zeppelin told me so. No, nope, Pink Floyd. That's Pink Floyd. My <laughs> it's bad. Pink Floyd. That's My right. bad. My. You want to do that bit again, just in case? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, yeah. I mean, what it turns out when they went on the far side of the moon, what they actually saw was potentially um, uh, some liquid. I mean, crystallized, but liquid nevertheless. Yeah. So for the longest time, we thought there was no uh, water on the moon at all. Yes, and then they thought that there was, and then they took it back, and now they've returned to the idea that it probably does exist on the moon. Yeah, uh, billions of gallons of water believed to be frozen in huge craters. Which is good, because uh, I actually learned that the the idea of living on the moon or having some sort of settlement on the moon is disastrously cost prohibitive, unless there's water on the moon already. Mm. Otherwise, you can't. We just like we couldn't do it at all. It's just not a thing. That uh, so I uh, I watched a documentary uh, called "Do We Really Need the Moon?" Question oh. mark. Oh, uh, which I think we all know the answer. Y- yes, yes, I would think yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was hilarious because the whole it was quite a cool documentary about how the moon influences us, where it came from. Uh, it's a BBC documentary, I think, from the like uh, like 1999 kind of time. Mm, it's um, BBC or Sky, it's yeah, it's a thing. But it builds all the way up to them being like, "Wait, there's water on the moon!" In the last five minutes, and then they were like, "Fuck, we should be mining that for rocket fuel." And then <laughs> they jumped straight from that to be to her interviewing a cowboy who is standing in a solar panel farm and he goes we should be making solar panels on the moon and she was like if there's water up there then we can make solar panels up there and i was like wait what's ha- what's happening now and then all of a sudden that's the end of the documentary it was like 50 minutes and then in the last five minutes she's just like there's water up there so we should mine it for rocket fuel for future you know space travel or we could turn a whole bunch of solar panels up there and then fly the energy back to earth it's not necessarily a bad idea <laughs> Well, also, how are we transporting it back? It tries. It implies that power is like bananas. Well, I mean, up on the moon, power is like bananas, buddy. Moon can, bananas. So we're going to have to have some huge batteries that we can keep the power in to ship it back to Earth, unless we're running an extension cord. Well, I mean, unless we... Well, okay, so there's a lot to unpack with what I just heard. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that... I guess if you charge the rocket to get back and then that accounts for just the energy usage there and then you're only carrying the batteries anyways, you're not, I mean, maybe you're not losing that much considering. But what are these batteries made out of? We got a whole bunch of Tesla home batteries packed in this thing. (laughs) There was a, a solar panel thing for a while that a company was trying to raise money to put solar panels in the Sahara desert, roughly the size of Rhode Island I think it was Rhode Island, and it would basically run a pipe across the Mediterranean to Europe, and it would yeah. fuel all of Europe, every single mm-hmm. bit of Europe. And I was like, oh, that. But they needed like, I don't know, $60 billion or something, and they just weren't raising as much money. This was a number of years ago before solar panels were as viable as they are now. We got to get back in that desert. 
Make sure we're getting that giant pipe going through. I mean, get a pipe going in a desert, am I right? Well, it's also what are we like talking about? if you have. <laughs> Well, the thing about that is, like, if you have a, a leak in that pipe, it's not like oil where you're just like, well, I guess we ruined a reservoir in this entire town. Like, there you're like, oh, I guess we electrocuted some stuff. Some fish and some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. some people. Although that would be horrifying. Just the pipe I mean, breaks underwater and all of a sudden <laughs> it's just dispersing electricity through a huge portion of the Mediterranean. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, see okay. an issue well, with this. Uh, mistakes have been made. Okay, well, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll fly it. What if we fly it? This is held a up by balloons. Line. Yeah, why not? What mm-hmm. else is going on? What's ever gone wrong with a Zeppelin? <laughs> Nothing. Ever. Nothing ever goes wrong. I, I, watched, I also watched uh, BBC's The Planets, The Moon. Um, oh. And one of the really interesting things that I found out about that was when Americans were trying to research the moon to find out where they could land um, for the Apollo uh, missions, uh, they used to send kamikaze probes to the moon. Oh, yeah. So you just fly and crash. And that seems really rude. It's it's rude and it's wasteful and it's just a mess. Uh, but that followed up to them talking about the first picture of the moon, which was actually a fax. Like, the first picture from the moon, I should say. So, from the moon's surface, the first picture back to Earth was actually sent via facsimile. No way, really? Yes, it was sent, uh, and it was sent by um, a Russian probe, uh, but the only uh, antenna that could pick it up was in England. So, the English got sent the coordinates and and, to watch out for, to focus the antenna on, and then when the facsimile came through, they were like, well, we know what this is, but we don't know how to process it. So they s- had to get a newspaper, because newspapers were using the technology, to right. uh, print it out. And they were like, oh my god, this is a picture of the moon. And then they published it, and the next day Russia's like, wait, but that's our picture. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor Aww. Russians were like, oh, we got robbed. We didn't. E- they didn't even email it to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that... <laughs> I just said uh, the Russians were going, oh, no, guys. Uh, but uh, but we, that was our, uh, we wanted to release that. <laughs> that was probably like, what, Luna 1 or something that did that? Yeah, I think that might have been um, Luna one of one, the Lunas. Luna 2, something yeah. like that. Luna 2 was the first to hit the surface, it the lunar surface, so that must have been Luna 2. Luna, Luna 2. Luna. Yeah, Luna 2. So BBC's The Moon had a wonderful moment where they were uh, talking to a Russian scientist about the final lunar explorer. And so the final okay. lunar explorer, they were like, it's overheating, it's it's done. And he went, hey, why don't we drive it up into the hills? Because it was too dangerous to do that before. Like, that'll be an exciting way that we can send this off. And I love it because he. this is what he says. Like, I wanted to, uh, how we say in Russian, die with music. <laughs> holy cow i have never because yeah. it just means to go out with a bang yeah and i was like whoa that's so much more morbid but infinitely better than going out with a bang yeah like yeah, to die there's, with there's, music there's, there's poetry there uh and then straight after that he goes but the command they said no so we die without music <laughs> oh no, poor guy. Oh god. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was so heartbroken. 
Uh, it's also um, occasionally called uh, Luna, which uh, is, of course, where mm-hmm. the Lunar Explorer comes from for uh, the Russian um, version of the Apollo missions. And also Lunatic. Mm. Because it means, you know, it's a, you go crazy at the full moon. So it's where the word lunatic came from. I have a surprise for you, my friend. Impossible. Well, here, here's one. I, I'm going to hit you with a hot fact. You ready for a one? one oh, this week, only one hot pad fact. Oh, pat fact. The moon is getting further away from the earth every year. Mm-hmm. But it is getting further away by... Basically, the speed of a fingernail growing outwards. Wow. Yeah, isn't that neat? It's 38 millimeters per year, which is the speed of a fingernail growing. I just thought that was pretty cool. Wait, my fingernails are growing 38 millimeters a year? Yeah, if you didn't cut those things, it'd be 1.5 inches, 38 millimeters. The When the moon is far enough away... The Earth won't uh, stay in place anymore. We're going to rotate around. Yeah, totally. It's going to be nuts. Chaos. Uh, The good news is, though, uh, I'll be dead. (laughs) You're right. That is the good news. So will I. Then all I have to do is worry about, you know, mediums trying to, like, contact me and be like, Hey, Stephen, what are we supposed to do about this moon? I was like, clearly you have got the wrong phone number. You were meaning to call Stephen Hawking, not Stephen Lyons. (laughs) The only thing about the moon that I thought was really interesting that they haven't quite figured it out yet is why the moon looks bigger on the horizon than it looks in the top of the sky. And there's there's theories, but nobody really knows. And I think that's interesting because that has been something that has been charted and worried about for you know, thousands of years. Two two words for you, Pat. Flat Earth. Oh yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. it. Yeah, because when the moon it. comes up over the flat Earth, it's like real close to the edge, right? Oh, but once yeah. it's up in the that, sky, it's further away. It's further away. Well, that. Uh, Why that do I have to keep to explaining as... flat Earth to you? <laughs> apparent distance. It's called apparent distance. <laughs> That's pretty much what that theory is, is apparent distance. Like, relative to the horizon, things yeah. seem bigger. It's relative size. It's the uh, Abingus illusion. Mm. It's a also, big hoss. It's also how illusion. I take all of my dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> if I surround it by little houses, it looks massive. <laughs> just That's why sh- I have all these little houses. It's just a Godzilla-style set. It's just a t- just so tiny hard. city that I can, you know, stomp through uh, <laughs> to get banned from Tinder again. Which actually brings me to a special time that I have for you, Stephen. We're going to talk about, because as we know, the moon is made of cheese. Word. And I have a whole bunch of things to talk to you about cheese now. <laughs> so for, This guy's uh, a lunatic. This is... <laughs> Okay, so I've got I got a quiz for you. Are you ready? Yes, cheese. So in, in two thousand, oh boy, in two thousand thirteen, in the UK, how many people named their sons cheese? Would you guess that it is none? Would you guess that it is three, or would you guess that it is seventeen? Oh, my instinct was eight. So I'm going to guess 17. 
It's actually three. Wow. But even that, three people naming their child Cheese as their first name, doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I think Cheese sounds like a wheelie wheelie good name. (laughs) Hey, here's a fact. Uh, Here's a quiz. Why uh, did cheesemakers in Europe make their cheeses round? Uh, Because they thought it would be... Breezier to move them around. That's very true. It was actually cheaper than a wagon, so they just like roll them down hills and stuff. Dude, you can't be rolling my cheese around on the street. You got to roll that cheese. Uh, what, how big are these wheels of cheese? <laughs> I mean, they're they're huge. The uh, there was one a wheel of cheese that was a like a ton, literally a ton of cheese that sat in the U.S. Capitol. Uh, that Andrew Jackson had in the U.S. Capitol and on Washington's birthday on his final year had a party at the White House and everybody came over and cut into this big wheel of cheddar and supposedly according to one uh, person who was there, the floors were littered with cheese so much so that it was slippery and people were taking cheese home in their pockets just to get rid of the cheese and the stench was insane like a cheese orgy yeah a huge massive everyone would like drink and then eat cheese which hey is hey fantastic. pat what do you think they were drinking do you think it was camembert <laughs> oh i hope so oh god that's that would be i mean literally though that would be disgusting <laughs> It'd be so gross cheese beer <laughs> the in the U.S., people consume 34 pounds of cheese per person on an on a yearly basis. All right, yeah, that sounds about right. But you ready for this? The French, the French top that at 57 pounds per person Ooh. per year. That's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of cheese. So why did we say that the moon looks like cheese? Is that just us being lazy and going, oh yeah, that looks about the same? Well, I think it's, you know, it's cratered. Looks like Swiss cheese. It's yellow-ish. Ish? It's not Although that yellow. It's, no, it's really not. It's it's the, I from what I understand, it's actually the, the same color as worn asphalt. But because all of space around it is so dark, yeah. it looks way brighter than it is. But I'm guessing because of cheese, because it's made of cheese. That's so I mean. do we have time to talk about a funny thing happened on the way to the moon? I don't know why uh, I wouldn't. It is a 2001, uh, I, I'm going to put air quotes in here, award-winning filmmaker Bart uh, Sebrill, uh presents a highly acclaimed and much-hated controversial documentary showcasing newly discovered, it's not, behind-the-scenes outtakes of the first mission to the moon, proving that the crew never left Earth's orbit. What? Yeah, this is an hour-long documentary I watched uh, about how the moon landing never happened. Was it convincing or was it lunacy? Uh, It was... The thing about these things is the longer you watch it, the more you're like, I guess. Yeah, but it's it's (laughs) amazing because it started with, like, the Tower of Babel. And then it went Mm -hmm. to, like, the Titanic. And then it's just, like... And there's, like, spiritual, like, hymns singing in the background. And it's all kind of just, like, God wouldn't let us do this. And I was like, yeah, I'm not in on this. 
And yeah. then, then it brings up to the screen the greatest conspiracy of all time. And the intro plays music behind a whole bunch of failed test flights. <laughs> it's I, oh. Then they have cutting between like rockets taking off and photos of world wars and poverty. What? What? This doesn't. This seems like it's less about facts. Oh, it is very less about facts. So they go, they do talk about the basic thing of how there's like very few photos from the first walk on the moon. They talk, uh, they talk a lot about the Van Allen radiation belts that you would have to trans, uh, you'd have to go through to get to the moon. Um, and basically they talk about how the lighting's a mess on the photos and this and that, all the classic conspiracy stuff. Uh, they do have one thing where they're like, and nobody's talking about the stars. (laughs) <laughs> they're like all of these all these astronauts came back and none of them are talking about the stars <laughs> they do the classic they do speeding up the running on the moon so that they're like if we play this back it just looks like people running in a bouncy fashion i'm like yeah that's exactly what lower gravity would look like we can't help that <laughs> although i recently saw a video of the astronauts on the moon uh, doing lunar walks and if you speed up that footage it's pretty fun it's pretty funny it's pretty funny yeah because <laughs> watching just, them fall they look down. like big they're, babies they're so klutzy yeah so big babies. bouncing real fast around and then falling down oh just, just go don't get better than that so uh the uh, the joy of watching this insane conspiracy video uh was that i found out he went on and made another video three years later and the title of that makes me very happy it's called Astronauts Gone Wild. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And during this, uh, the director went around and he basically uh, you know, uh, haunted a bunch of uh, astronauts who said that they've been to the moon. And you know, he would be like, hey, swear on a Bible that you went to the moon. So he asked them all and none of them felt like they had to do it. Uh, and apparently he got so up in Buzz Aldrin's face that Buzz punched him in the face. Oh, that was the guy that Buzz punched that in the face? That is the guy who Buzz punched in the face because he oh. was uh, harassing him, telling him that he was too scared to swear on the Bible that he went to the moon because he was a liar. That's I, I knew that Buzz Aldrin had punched some dude in the face who was like a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was an amazing man who's very well uh, known in the documentarian world. Oh, yes. He has two conspiracy theory uh, documentaries about the moon. And I'll tell you what, by the end of that hour, I was like, maybe. <laughs> we're, we're, we're heading to the, uh, to the bottom end of the show. There probably is one thing about the moon that we do need to discuss. Oh, please. If there's anything that we've left off, I think now's the time to, to just ex- jump upon it and as if you're a puma. It. <laughs> expose it. Show it off. <laughs> open up your trench coat to a bunch of kids in a park. That's what I, that's what we well, should Well, I'm going to turn that last one around on you because okay. uh, I want to talk about mooning. Oh, you do? Okay, great. <laughs> My butt does not look like a moon. My butt might look like two moons pushed together. What if you're sideways and and raising yourself above a a brick wall slowly? (laughs) That is not what mooning is. We all know what mooning is. It is when you uh, show someone your bare buttocks as an act of defiance. 
or just for fun. I don't know. It doesn't need to be defiant. Although I, I will say I went to Urban Dictionary and they had some very uh, assertive definitions of mooning that involved the butthole. Oh, my. I have never understood mooning to involve a butthole. I think it's it's far too elaborate. Mm, you can't, oh, you're going to jail for that. You can show someone your butt hole, but you cannot show them your butthole. <laughs> All right, that's been the moon. You're welcome, world. <laughs> One Things has been recorded via the internet between the United States and New Zealand. A huge thanks to our editor, Mikhail Robinson, for making us sound coherent. Well, as coherent as possible, anyways. <laughs> if you want to social media us, you can find us at so many one things or at so many one things.com. Catch us next time as we discuss One, One things. things. One, One things. things. Ready? One, One thing. Things. I think there's a delay. I don't. Is it a delay? One, One thing. thing. Uh, <laughs> One things. <laughs>